Are you listening? Damn. Welcome into the week 14 waiver wire show, folks. And as you can see, I got the holiday attire on. We are themed out, ready to go. Just finished setting up the tree, getting the house decorated, all those fun goodies. But taking a moment to do our, our waiver wire show for this week, and let's dive into it, shall we? Um, we are on our last week. It's the last week before the playoffs. I know some weeks or some leagues are a little bit different where... You know, it goes to 15, some start earlier, It's but the generic league, this is the last week before playoffs. So everyone's making their push, they're going to get their guys, you're trying to set your lineup. And with injuries, <laughs> like we got ETN dealing with stuff, we have Kenneth Walker who could, he's TBD, might be out, that's why you'll see guys on the list. Um, it makes it a little interesting, right? <laughs> and then we lose Lamar, the news just came out of him, so that's just fantastic. Um... Yeah, teams are really feeling injury. So this last week, if you have a fab, blow your fab. Use it. There's actually good guys you can get. And I know sometimes you're like, well, why spend the fab? These guys are worth it. They will be in your starting lineup. You want to get them. So let's dive into it, shall we? First up, we have our running back position. And you know what that means. If you've been following me, I've been talking about this guy forever. That's right. Mr. James Cook. Oh, baby. And we saw Thursday night. Against the Patriots, just it was a James Cook show. I know he ended up splitting the role with Singletary, but he got the high value touches, had a better stat line. Imagine if he gets that late touchdown that Singletary got. Cook would have been well over 20 points, and everyone would have been raving about him. But because he's splitting the work, and Singletary still had a productive day, he's a little bit down. So go out and get James Cook because he's finally taking over that role, he's getting the passing down work. And he's going to be involved like from here on out. He's a rookie running back. It took him a little longer than we wanted, but we knew it was finally coming. So look who they're playing. They're coming up. So we have the Jets. And then the playoffs, you have Miami, Chicago, Cincinnati to wrap it up. Those are good offenses. It's going to be high-paced games. Guess who that's going to help? James Cook. All those defenses actually allow a significant amount of targets to running backs. Who's that benefit? James Cook. He's in one of the best offenses in the NFL. And then... I mean, I don't know really what else you want, right? If you're telling me I'm getting a running back who's seeing 20 opportunities a game, six targets each week, like, sign me up. That's wheels up, baby. That's that's money. We, um, well, I would happily choose that. So, yeah, James Cook's the guy. He's not rostered in a ton of leagues, which I still don't understand why. A is rostered in 25% of ESPN leagues. Go drop the 20% of fab on him. Go out and get James Cook. You will be... After this week, you will be very happy that you did. Our running back number two, Mr. Zonovan Bam Knight. Now, I know it was a little bit highly debated last week, but he did it. He took over. He absolutely dominated. He saw 55% of the slaps and 62% of the opportunities. So at that point, it's like, yeah, I will happily take Zonovan Knight. Signing me up every day, all day. Now, he only put up like 16 and a half fantasy points a game, but it's... That's fantastic production. Like, I'm not worried about that at all. I think he was RB14 last week. Follow it. He had 118 yard whole yards. Five receptions. That's money. Five targets. Seeing the work. Like, no one else is really a factor. Now, there is the issue with Michael Carter. He could come back. We don't know when he's coming back. I'd say it's up in the air. If Carter misses again, it's not a nice guy. He's going to play. James Robinson, he's dust. It doesn't matter. There's literally, it's a situation where 
it's a guy stepping into a very productive role right out the gate. And guess what? Oh, yeah, his quarterback, Mike White, loves targeting running backs. Who does that help? Zonovan Knight. He's catching the passes. So it's a pretty simple one for one. As long as Mike White's the quarterback, Zonovan Knight's going to produce. And as long as Michael Carter's out, Zonovan Knight is the guy. So go out and get Bam. Spend your money on him. He's rostered in 39% of ESPN leagues. Drop 10% of your fab on him. He would be higher up. I know I'd be banging the table for him more, but Carter is going to come back at some point. So he is more of a short-term ad. And so if you need someone for week 14 to get you into the playoffs, go get Knight. He's not going to be as high as Cook for me, but go make it. Go spend the money. Go get him. Now the third one's a little tricky. The third running back is the Seahawks backfield. Now you're saying the whole backfield? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's it's just a disaster situation. The Seahawks just signed Wayne Goldman, but Ken Walker, he's more than likely he's going to be out this week. DJ Dallas, high ankle sprain. He's probably going to be out this week too. So that leaves Travis Homer, Tony Jones, Wayne Goldman, right? Now, you know, there's a couple guys on the practice squad. Don't worry about those guys. They might get called up, but they're not going to play a role. Um, the interesting thing is Homer's dealing with injury as well, but Homer has been the passing down back. He's been involved in the offense already. He missed last week, so if he would have played, he would have basically taken what DJ Dallas's role and built on that. So Homer's the guy you want. I prefer him over Dallas straight up if I can. Um, people will make a bid for Dallas because there's higher projections on websites, but Homer's the guy you want. Now, if you're looking for a guy that's basically locked to play this week, it's Tony Jones. So if you're not sure about Travis Homer, just go go do a cheap ad on Tony Jones. They're playing the Panthers. The Panthers are boo-boo against running backs. Like, the last four weeks they've been solid as far as giving a fancy points against running backs, but they've played the Ravens, and they've played Denver, and they've played Atlanta. Those are three not-so-great offenses. So if you're looking like the last week, they've been pretty good against running backs. Well, it's more about who they play. It's not like they're playing the high-powered offenses, right? You're not seeing them go against the Bills, the Bengals, like these elite offenses. They're playing worse teams, so that's why their production's come down a little bit. But they are still bottom tier as far as fantasy points allowed to running back, so target the Seahawks running back. Go out for 5% of your fab. Neither one of these guys is owned for more than 1% of league, so you want to get Travis Homer, he'd be the guy I get. If not Homer, if he's gone, go get Tony Jones. You're basically locking yourself into someone playing in this matchup. And if magically somehow Walker or Dallas plays, you can make the change. But Homer's the guy I want. If you can't get Homer, go get Tony Jones because he's going to play for sure. And keep an eye on the situation because it's very much in flux. <laughs> like the entire backfield's injured. So, you know, it's just like if you're in a deep league, all these guys are gone, you're really like scraping the waiver, these are the guys you want to target. Now, let's hold it over to the wide receivers. And guess what? We've been powering Darius Slayton. He's the wide receiver one we want this week. He is a roster inside of leagues. He is still only 33% roster at ESPN. Go ahead and drop 7% of your fab on him. Now you're saying, Darius Slayton. I'm like, yeah, Darius Slayton's been very good ever since Wandale's been out. So check this out. Since week 7, here are his targets and yardage. 6 for 58. Week 8, 6 for 66. They had a bye week in week 9. Week 10, f 4 targets for 95 yards. Week 11, freaking 10 targets for 86 yards. Week 12, 6 targets for 63 yards. Week 13, 8 targets for 90 yards. I don't know what else you want. He's been very productive. He's been the wide receiver, 25 in that time span, 13.8 points per game. 
Like, that's a productive wide receiver. That's what you want. People are going to pass over him because they're like, oh, he doesn't have an upside. I mean, he's giving you, like, back-end wide receiver two production each week. Like, that's pretty good. So, yeah, he's the guy you want. Like, I don't I don't know what Darius Slayton has to do. But Darius Slayton's wide receiver one I want. Now, the wide receiver two, that's the guy I've loved ever since. He was wide receiver rookie one coming out. Traylon Burks, baby. He is a little TBD. This is why he's two and not my wide receiver one is because he's dealing with the injury. And we don't know if he's going to be back due to the concussion or not. But realistically, people are not going to pick him up. So you should pick him up at least for the playoff run if you're not going to get him this week. You can drop 5% of your fab on him. He's still rostered in only 47% of ESPN leagues. So in over half of the leagues, he's available. And I know you're saying, like, yeah, he was good. Like, he didn't play. Yeah, because he got injured early on. He still managed to make impact. He made a great catch in the end zone on the 25-yard dart from Tannehill. And check it out. They get three matchups. <laughs> the next three weeks that are all against bottom 10 teams in fantasy points allowed. You have Jacksonville, you have the Chargers, and you have Houston. So basically the next month, it's wheels off for trail on Burks. The, nice, the, the thing that sucks is Jacksonville's, like, Lawrence is more than likely out, so it hurts the game a little bit. But you have the Chargers, and you have Houston, like, they got to score. <laughs> like, it's, and Houston's just awful. So realistically, like, that's just a bad defense. So, you know what I'm saying? Go get trail on Burks. He's fantastic. He's doing everything he's done. He's dealt with injuries this year, but when he's been on the field, he's been very productive. He's the guy you want. He's coming on towards the end of the season. So, yeah, Traylon Burks, we're still on that issue, as I say. Now the wide receiver three, Jamison Williams, baby. Now, hold up. I know. He did not have a good first game, but that should be expected. The Lions are easing him back. He's coming off of a significant ACL injury. Like, why would they force him on the field, right? They gave him a couple snaps. He got on the field. He saw some targets. He did some things, right? Now, people might be a little bit lower on him because of that. He's still only rostered in 30% of ESPN leagues. Just go drop 3% of your fab on him. Like, the talent is there. He was the 12th overall pick for a reason. The guy's a stud. DJ Chark is not going to interfere with him. He's a dude. He's like, he's basically a placeholder for Jamison Williams. So now that Jamison Williams is coming back, he's going to slowly build and build and build and take over that role that Chark is, and he's going to kick him out of the offense. So, this is basically grab Jameson Williams now for this week and beyond because you're going to see them ramp and ramp and ramp him up. It might not show up. Amon Ra's the guy. No one's not saying Amon Ra's not the guy. Amon Ra's a freaking stud. Like, he's like an elite fancy wide receiver. But the offense is humming. Goff has them <laughs> top 10 in DVOA. Like, the passing offense, too. It's been very good. So, guess what? Jameson Williams has a role. He can carve out a significant amount of targets be used heavily on this offense. So, James Williams, that's the guy we want, the wide receiver. Now, let's head on to those quarterbacks, shall we? We've had some injuries, and I know it's making the position really bad. I mean, Russell Wilson's basically like he's been playing with an injury all year. He's been so terrible. Lamar goes out. Like, we have guys missing. That means Huntley stepping in. Huntley did not make the list because he was not very good last year. If I if I had four quarterbacks, he would be my fourth suggestion. Um, and the other guy, Mike White, I don't like the matchup against Buffalo. Now, there's a chance it could shoot out because Buffalo could be so good. They force Michael White in this offense to pass like a bajillion times like he did last week. And he can put up fancy points, but Buffalo's a matchup that scares me. So I don't I don't want White. If you're looking for a guy you need this week, do not grab Mike White. If you need a guy beyond this week, then yeah, go get Mike White. But first guy up, it's Jared Goff. He's been fantastic. I don't know what else you could ask for Goff, but he was lights out last week. He was 31 for 41. 340 yards and two touchdowns. And guess what? Guess who he gets this week? He gets Minnesota's 
just pass defense that literally cannot cover a sloth. They're terrible. So Goth is going to give you another QB1 performance this week. That will be his fourth one this year. That's pretty important. Like, he's been up and down depending on matchups. Minnesota's the ideal matchup. They will take advantage. This is the situation where we have two defenses that are subpar going up against two very good offenses. These are the ideal game scripts we want from both sides. I expect points galore on both sides. Goff and Cousins going back and forth all day. Light, fireworks lighting up. This is why we want Goff. He's only rostering 29% of leagues. Drop 5% of your fab on him. Go get Jared Goff. QB2. The guy that, for some reason, no one wants. It's Ryan Tannehill. He's only rostering 8% of ESPN Fantasy Leagues. And I'm assuming most of those are super flex because I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make sense. If you talk about Ryan Tannehill as a fantasy quarterback, everybody's like, boom. He was a top 12 quarterback last year. <laughs> Just as he was the year before. Like, it's been a little worse this year. Tennessee is not passing at the rate they were. Like, they're... Really struggling to hit that 25 pass attempts a game. But he's still been good. Just go drop 2% of your fab on him. Um, guess who they play? <laughs> yeah, we talked about this with Burks. Jacksonville, <laughs> Los Angeles, and Houston. They cannot stop the pass. Who does that help? Tannehill. Like, Tannehill's still efficient. He's still a good quarterback. And with where we're at with quarterbacks right now, like, I would happily have Tannehill on my roster if you need him. Like, he's the guy that you can count. will give you high floor. If the game shoots out right... Tannehill could put up good points. That's the guy we want. So Tannehill, he's a QB2. Next up, QB3. I was torn on these guys for a while. I almost went Mike White. Almost went Tyler Huntley. But I'm going Kenny Pickett here. Kenny Pickett's been coming along. He's rostered 9% of the ESPN Fantasy League, so this is bottom barrel. Nobody's after him. Just drop 1% of your fab on him. He's going against the Ravens pass defense. That's allowed 248 passing yards a game. That's 25th in the NFL. The sneaky part about Pickett is he has upside with the rushing. He's a little bit of Konami. He's not full-blown Konami like Justin Fields, but he's like that sneaky Konami, kind of like Ryan Tannehill was in years past, or like previous Russell Wilson, where he's giving you 23 rushing yards a game. That's 2.3 fantasy points per game. That matters. Like, that, that just raises the floor just enough, right? And now you're getting in the matchup where the Ravens can't cover those defenders, or the, the wide receivers, so it should be a good game for Kenny Pickett. He's the third guy I would get. And he is more this week's starter. If you need long-term, go get Mike White. He'll be better for you. But Pickett, he's not bad. So Kenny Pickett's mine. QB3 this week. Now, let's move on to those tight ends. And I don't know why we got to keep preaching this, but freaking man, Greg Dolchis. The guy is underrated. Only available, only rostering 38% of ESPN Fantasy Leagues. Go drop 8% of your fab. Go get him. Go get him now. Crazy thing about Greg Dolchis is he's playing with Denver and Russell Wilson, right? That offense has been atrocious. Russell, Russell Wilson's been bad. Dolchers is the one guy you can count on to do anything in Denver. It's impressive. He's played seven NFL games. He's been tied in one, four of those games. This is ridiculous stuff from a rookie. Like, this isn't just like, oh, yeah, Greg Dolchers, he's fine. No, Greg Dolchers has been good. He put up a 90 receiving grade, a PFF receiving grade. That's elite. I don't understand why he's available in leagues, especially with how bad the tight end position has been. Greg Dulcich is the guy you want. Like, and his matchups, like, they're not great matchups. He gets Kansas City. It's a solid matchup. The Week 15 matchup is Arizona. That's the matchup you want Dulcich for. That's the whoo! Because Arizona's atrocious against tight ends. But Dulcich has been really good. Like, I don't... And he also had 42% of the air yards last week. Like, that's ridiculous stuff, man. He's a rookie, and he's putting up elite tight end numbers. Like, I just don't know what else you could do, right? 
Yeah, so you want Greg Dulcich on your team. Sometimes it's just it's just that simple. We want good players in situations where they're carving out a role, which Dulcich is doing because the rest of the players just have been a letdown. So Dulcich has become a feature part of that offense. He's running the routes. He's seeing the snaps. He's getting targets. What else do you want, right? Especially with tight ends. Like, I want guys that are doing anything. Dulcich is very much a priority grab. Tight end two. Yeah, we were talking about Arizona. Hello, Hunter Henry. 26% of ESPN leagues, 3% of that. It's literally as simple as this. Is Arizona is historically bad against tight ends. They're allowing 20 points per game to tight ends. 2-0. That's like Travis Kelsey-level production each week, which is crazy when you think about it, right? So if you, if you realistically just stream the position against the Cardinals each week, if you're able to do that, that's points, fantasy points. You're getting a massive edge at a position that literally doesn't have any. It's... Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and then it's just a lot of dudes. Greg Dulcich just trying to creep his way into the top tier. He's not there yet, but it's literally just a massive, just horrible body. So, Hunter Henry. Now, if you if your plan is to just stream who the Cardinals are playing each week, go for that. I'm totally fine with that. So, yeah, Hunter Henry, go spend 3% of your fab on him. Just go get him. Like, this is the ideal matchup. He has not been great this year, but he's had a few games where he popped off. He should pop off this week again, too. Now, the tight end three of the week, Evan Ingram, rostered in 35% of ESPN leagues. Just spend 2% of your fab. We're not asking much here. I know what you're saying. This song and dance again with Evan Ingram? Yeah, we're doing this song and dance again with Evan Ingram. The Titans have one of the worst pass events in the NFL. What helps Ingram out is he's playing out in the slot a lot. He's top three among tight ends in slot snaps, which means he's not playing in line. He's playing on the outside, which means he's going against the secondary more often than he is linebackers. Secondary sucks. Like the Titans struggle very badly against wide receivers on the slot guys. So guess what? This helps out Evan Ingram. So it's an ideal matchup where he can get outside, use his athleticism to advantage. All he's gotta do, just catch the ball, he will be fine. So go get Evan Ingram as your tight end three this week. I know what you're saying, like we've done this with Evan Ingram a thousand times. Yes, we're gonna do it a thousand and one times. So let's review the weeks, shall we? James Cook, priority add one, James Cook. If you're gonna get one guy this week, Go get James Cook. 20%. I don't really, if you want to blow it all on James Cook, I'm totally fine with that. If you need a running back, go get James Cook. He's the running back you want. He's an explosive athlete and a fantastic offense when it comes down to that. Like, that's the simple case, and it's a very good case. You should get James Cook. Running back two, Zonovan Bam Knight. Spend 10% of your fab. Go get Bam Knight. RB3, the Seahawks backfield. Travis Homer, followed by Tony Jones. 5% of your fab. No big deal. Wide receivers. Darius Slayton, 7% of your fab. Traylon Burks, 5% of your fab. Jameson Williams, shocker, another rookie wide receiver, right? End of season, this is where we target the rookies because of this exact reason. Spend 3% of your fab on Jameson Williams. Lock him down for the end of the year. Quarterbacks, Jared Goff, spend 5% of your fab. Ryan Tannehill, baby. Most undervalued super flex quarterback there is. 2% of your fab on him. Last but not least, Kenny Pickett. Just drop 1% of your fab. Go get Kenny Pickett. Then we go to the tight ends. Greg Dulce de Leche. Chef's kiss. He'd actually be, if I needed a tight end, he's like the guy I'm targeting after James Cook. Like, I want Dulcich. He's productive. He's been very good. I want any type of production I can get. I love me some Dulcich this year. 8% of your fab. Go get Greg Dulcich. Number two, Hunter Henry. 3% of your fab. He's playing the Cardinals. It's a dream matchup. That's literally, that's the simple. This is like one of the simplest ones of all time. We have a tight end going against a historically bad defense against tight ends. 
That's how we get those firework points. Tight end three. Evan Ingram. Drop 2% of your fab. And that's that's the waiver wire show, folks. I want to thank y'all for coming in. I hope you're having a good holidays getting them ready. You get the tree set up. You got your ornaments. All that. However you're celebrating. I hope you're getting it ready. You're going to spend time with your friends and family. And hopefully, these additions, you can get them in the playoffs. And they help you win the league. And you take on the championship. Because that's what it's all about. So, go out. Go get the guys you need. Thank you for coming in to this Week 14 show. And we will see you next week. Best of luck, folks. I'm your host, Jesse Muller, a.k.a. JMuller05. You can find me on all the platforms. We'll see you next week. Take care. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn.